Welcome to episode lucky 13 of the Sporty Dudes Podcast. We got AJ, we got Q, we got KP. What's up, fellas? How we living in Super Bowl week? How you doing? Happy Friday. What's up? <laughs> oh, let's get the energy up. What's up with you, Q? Yeah, energy is up. That's what's up. That's what's up. We got a doozy of a show. Hey, why even why even fart around, dude? Let's just jump into the good stuff. Super Bowl. What is it? 55? Something like that? I don't know. Something like that. It, it's it's up there. But okay, so we have a nice little rivalry brewing where um uh for some reason AJ is the biggest Tom Brady fan on the country. And uh, and everyone else has a reasonable head and is going Chiefs. But I guess taking your heart out of it, AJ, who do you think is going to win? Just completely objectively, analytically speaking. If my money was on it, I probably would pick the Chiefs. But I'm certainly find myself rooting for the Bucks. And I, I think uh, I think the Chiefs are favored by only three points. Not sure how much home field has to play. A factor in it don't you feel like that story has uh gone like it's been much quieter than it would have been you think that's just because of the pandemic the fact that they're the first home team ever yeah and i think also like i'm sure if we were all sitting in front of the tv like weekdays during the day i'm sure they talk about it a lot it's just that like you know that's a good filler story but it's not a headline when you have brady mahomes like the the goats going head to head a good point Q, who do you think is going to come out on top? Not not rooting interest, but just how do you think the game's going to go? I think, I mean, I, I'm still with the Kansas City Chiefs. When you have Mahomes, it's, I mean, he he can just single-handedly take over a game. So I'm still, I, I still think Chiefs will come out on top. But I mean, it's always a good story that I think the Super Bowl is going to be remembered as the one that Tom Brady played, uh, not playing on uh, the Patriots. I mean, 50 years from now on. People just refer to that rather than like, oh, the pandemic or whatsoever. You mean it's going to be the first of three Super Bowls where he played on the Buccaneers? I don't know about that. Well, I think he's. I think if he wins, he's going to retire after this year. I don't. I can't see him going on. Keep going on, dude. He just he has no interest in quitting. His brain doesn't think like our brain. Like, thing is, any reasonable adult would be like, yeah, I've won enough. I need to retire and just fucking relax with all of my money. And, you know, it, he doesn't think like that. He just, I think he just gets off on fucking beating people, and he's really good at it. I, I, I don't see him stopping for a while, especially what? knowing wh- it, when he knows he still has it and he just got to the Super Bowl. I could see him maybe retiring if he, like, you know, wasn't doing well, but I don't know. Hold on, hold on a second. Kina, when did you become best friends with Tom Brady? Dude, I, I don't like him. I just I, – I can see in him – that he's just like this, uh, he's just like the ultimate alpha winner dude. And I just think that's what gets him off. I, I don't think he does it for money. I don't think he does it for anything else. But he's just, he, and he loves to beat you and then shove your nose in it. He's a he's a smug little shit. And that's why AJ likes rooting for him. Uh, just for the record, this will be the first Super Bowl since we were in probably middle school that I've rooted for Tom Brady. Um. I just feel like, first of all, it's funny to me that you love Le- Keenan, that you love LeBron James and hate Tom Brady, because to me, they're the exact same athlete in their sports. 
What are you talking? First of all, Tom Brady rocks MAGA hats. He's a fucking racist white pig. And LeBron's actually a good person. Huh. Do you think Tom Brady is a Republican? Yeah, I'll literally send you a picture of him in a MAGA hat right now. <laughs> okay. But, um, but as far as just judging the athletes for their performance on the field, I feel like they're the same. They're the same person. But anyway, for me, it's more like at this point, I, I was just like you guys where I rooted against him, rooted against him, rooted against him. I'm tired of Tom Brady. It's always Tom Brady. But now it's just like he's gone so far and above better than anyone's ever done. And he still just shows no signs. Of weakness. At this point, you just have to tip your cap, you know? Like, and I agree that I don't think he'll ever, I don't see him leaving soon because I think that he would have already if he was going to, I think it'll, but I think when it happens, it'll happen all at once. It'll be an injury or something will happen and he'll just know because at that age, you know, anything could happen. And, and I think the primary uh, difference in dynamic between me and LeBron and me and Tom Brady is LeBron spent like most of his career, like losing and people saying, oh, you're not that good. You're not better than MJ versus Tom Brady. He spent most of his career winning and people just being sort of, I don't know, jealous and, and hating on him a bit. So I don't know. Well, well, for me, Tom Brady didn't even start until he was a senior in college. And he didn't he only got in because Bledsoe got hurt. He was a sixth round pick. So like in a way, I see him as more of an underdog story. We were watching LeBron in high school dunking through the legs. So, but I, 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 I'm playing devil's advocate because personally I enjoy LeBron more than Brady. I just think that they are very similar in their respective sports. All right. Well, to, to each his own, well, let me guys, let me ask you guys this. So um, I, I have a theory that this is going to be far and away the highest rated Super Bowl ever. And I, I didn't want to just say highest rated Super Bowl ever. Cause I, I think every year the ratings get a little higher, but I think because of the, pandemic and the fact that there's not going to be any like Super Bowl parties or no one's going to be out at bars everyone's just going to be cooped up in their individual home watching it and the fact that it is Brady Mahomes I think uh I don't know Did, is there any any interest in that topic do, do you guys feel me on that it's a good point that more t- more actual TVs will be on but um yeah I guess it'll help for the Nielsen ratings but um yeah, I think that it'll be no one else has anything else to do on a Sunday mm-hmm. night. You might as well watch. What do you guys think of the halftime performance uh, with the weekend? Like, do you think that will actually draw more ratings versus like a Beyonce or like, you know, like one of those like big time pop stars? I'm just I'm just curious to hear what you guys think. I kind of uh, liken it to kind of a Bruno, Bruno Mars level celeb where yeah. where it's going to like help catapult him because. You know, I, he's super talented, but, you know, m- maybe uh, the, you know, white mom in Minnesota, you know, the 50-year-old mom in Minnesota doesn't know who The weekend is, but, like, you know, we all do. I think this is going to catapult him to that level of stardom. He's got a bunch of bangers. And I've actually, fun fact, I've actually seen The weekend live in a very intimate performance. In When I was living in New York, I went to the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show. And he was the musical guest and it's a very like small studio. And so we were not that far from each other. He performed all of his songs. I was like, wow, he's really good. Also, Kevin James was there. He was the guest, uh, the guest on that, on that episode. Um, but no, I- I'm looking forward to it. Um, what's up? The who for the Super Bowl? I heard that I stole this from another podcast I was listening to, but 
if you had to get predict a Super Bowl MVP that's not a quarterback, who would you pick? I'll see. That is, that is a great question. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, most of the people seem to say Tyreek Hill. Who'd you say, Q? Uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, those are definitely the most common. Um, I think Kelsey, I mean, just watching the last few games, Kelsey is just such a valuable weapon. From I mean, they both are. I mean, it'll be fascinating to see throughout the next few years when Mahomes starts getting like 60, 68 million a year, if they, if they will stay with him or if that unit's going to break up because they could be so good for so long. And does it go without saying, I was, I would, I was going to ask the question, but it's probably a little too obvious of like, who do you think has a higher likelihood of making it back next year? And I think we're all probably going to say chiefs. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing too, is like, I'm quickly, the chiefs are quickly becoming where it's like in the warriors Cavs series where the first time when they faced off like four years in a row or whatever, the first time, first time in, I love the warriors. And that was like last year. I was like, yeah, the chiefs this is awesome. It's fun. And the second year it was like, okay, yeah, they're fun. They're new and they're, they're good. And they're fun to watch. That's kind of how I feel about the chiefs now. And I feel like very quickly, they're going to be the new Patriots if we're not careful. And like, at what point, that's a good question is at what point, how many Super Bowls in a row will it take before you guys are just as sick of them as you were the Patriots? It's a it's an interesting question, and I and I've I've heard people pose that. To, to me, I just think Patrick Mahomes is just so much more likable, and so I I could be very wrong, and and maybe you know I'll I'll eat my words in a few years and say you're right. I hate him now, but to me, I I, I don't see that happening. But again, I yeah. could totally be wrong. I, yeah, I mean, for me, I think like after three, I'd probably get bored. And I think the fact that we're Ravens fans, mm-hmm. if Chiefs continue to win and Ravens continue to get knocked out and possibly knocked out at the AFC championship level, like I'm pretty sure we're going to get tired of Chiefs very, very quickly. Well, yeah. dude, you know, you know, it's so ridiculous, though, is like so the Chiefs are going to be great for a long time. And Patrick Mahomes is going to be amazing for a long, long time. But they're still going to show stupid uh lamar jackson stat of like oh lamar jackson can't beat patrick mahomes and it's like well no one fucking can he's really good you know i don't know it's a tough uh it's a tough look and then back to your um travis kelsey uh point aj so uh greg and i have this long standing uh inside joke maybe not an inside joke but we have this long running joke where every tight end in the league is tied for first place because like each team you look at like you know uh our team, like, okay, we have an amazing tight end. He's incredible. You look at the Buccaneers, amazing tight end, incredible. Like going back to uh, Antonio Gates, and then uh, I don't know what was the uh, what was the guy um, on the Chiefs, uh, Tony Gonzalez. Like, there's just every tight end when you give them a chance to shine, they just shine. And and like Dallas Clark, like, there's just so many incredible tight ends that are all tied for first place. You you rarely ever see like a tight end who sucks. And uh, I don't know, it's just an interesting. Maybe it's not that interesting. Maybe I'll cut this out. <laughs> I see what you're saying. To me, I'll, what I take from that is like every big winning team, it is a common X factor is having a great tight end. It's such a valuable piece, but I would say that Kelsey is separated. I mean, is there any wide receiver that you would rather have in the NFL than Kelsey? Maybe Diggs. Stefan Diggs is like on the rise fast, but Kelsey's like, I mean, he's a tight end, but he's like, He's like, I mean, Tyreek Hill, even on his own team, is a competitor for that. But, I mean. Like, isn't isn't Kelsey kind of old? Like, he's getting close to 30? Oh, yeah. And also, uh, Kittle. 
he, he's also widely <laughs> yeah, regarded. <laughs> It, yeah. it, I guess it, to me, I'm trying to think of the, the best way to frame it because it, it's funny in my head, but it's like, it's kind of like if I had a, a slice of pizza in my face and it was pepperoni and I was like, oh, pepperoni is the best pizza. And then I have a slice of sausage in my face and I'm like, you know what? Sausage is the best pizza. Like whatever you're looking at at that exact moment is the best. Yeah, and that is very true. You've just maybe now I'm thinking I better order a pizza for tonight. <laughs> Dude. So now you're now you're on the side of delivery. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'll go pick it up. But last night's delivery saga was scary, for sure. Why was it so scary? I mean, I was just like, like, I ordered it. And I was like, is it going to come? Like, somebody's actually going to like, do figure this out for me. But they did. And it arrived right on time. So, so. Did, did you get that from your like parents or something? Like, did they instill that in you? I think so. I think so. I mean, my parents would do delivery, but not often. I mean, I think it all started that Domino's on Tuesdays when we were kids, Domino's had a two for one deal on Tuesdays if you picked it up yourself. So it would get two large pizzas for 13 bucks. It was ridiculous. So like that just, it just going to get it just became the thing. I mean, in college, I ordered delivery all the time, but with a car, I always, and it's kind of this thing where it's, I feel like, if I'm not going to cook myself, if I don't have the gusto to go out and pick it up, like I don't deserve to do carry out, you know. Q, are you pro uh, carry out, takeout, uh, delivery? Delivery. Delivery all the way. Delivery, man. Yeah. So, delivery. It's just so much easier. Yeah. So that, that reminds me. It's a nice segue. We have a new segment we've been waiting to uh, unveil in the world. Get ready for episode one of foodie dudes or sporty foods we haven't decided which one is better yet so what are you guys eating for dinner tonight i'm eating indian i'm getting it delivered oh aj how do you feel about that i'm i q and i have a long 18 year old running joke about indian food but i really am i'm waiting for um i'm waiting for keenan to take me to get some indian food to as an adult it's time Dude, we I'm, never do it, and I don't even know what's good now. So I'm, our our joke goes back to 2003 homecoming. <laughs> 2003 was a lifetime ago. Keenan, who did you go to homecoming with in freshman year? Uh, I didn't go to Centennial until uh, sophomore. I didn't go to homecoming until junior year, and it was um, Rachel Lisman. Oh. Keenan, remember how we? Keenan, remember how we met? Sophomore uh, year. Was uh, science or math class? Very, very good. Did we sit next to each other? Were we assigned? No, no. Remember, uh, you were selling your CD, and I was one of the first buyers through Andrew Kelly. Remember? Dude, thanks for your support. No problem. And then we had our first heated discussion. Also, about, sophomore year. About LeBron? About No, LeBron wasn't even relevant that time. About 90s NBA versus modern NBA. So we we were we were doing the podcast way back then. We were uh, early adopters. We were and preparing was, our whole life. And Asia was probably in dance class, practicing ballet or something. <laughs> probably. So all right, what are you guys eating for dinner tonight? I'm doing Indian. What's on What's on the docket? Q. I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking about ordering uh, some fried chicken, some Popeyes. Sounds good. You know, I've still never tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's so good. It's, it's a game really changer. Good. And, game changer. And Q, Q, what's your go-to sides at Popeye's? 
go to size uh, mashed potato. Yeah, that's, that's a good choice. Uh, dude, the biscuits, though, can't be beat. I'm never a big fan of biscuits. Like, I, I usually just eat half of it and I throw the rest of it out. Dude, I'll eat the other half. I, biscuits are <laughs> one of my guilty pleasures. I love biscuits and I love uh, chicken pot pies. I, I love just like buttery, flaky uh, dough. And, and you, get, you get bonus points if that dough is filled with a meat of some sort. I was going to say, and you put some crackers in it for the texture. <laughs> yeah. If it ever comes up, then one of my favorite HelloFreshes we've ever done was the shepherd's pie. So oh. if that ever comes into rotation, you got to throw that in there. I, I've done the shepherd's pie. Hey, I'm no stranger to the pie. What, so, AJ, what? so uh, you're thinking pizza tonight or you're still up in the air? Well, we already did all of our HelloFreshes and I already did my like signature cook of the week. I'm trying to do one like nice, like go to the store, get them. So I already did all of that. We did a, I did a tortellini. Um, and so now I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure once you said pizza, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And that might've triggered it. I got to go ask the missus if she approves. You ever do a cauliflower crust? No. Dude, it's uh, it's good. Whenever I get um, like frozen pizza from the grocery store, I only go, cauliflower crust i'm sure it doesn't make a big difference but it makes me feel a little bit better um q by the way if you're uh, if you're available tomorrow we're planning on hitting the driving range if you're if you're free and you want to come a nice little safe outdoor activity i'll let you know right. i have to get layers of approval these days because of covid um, likely but, no but it's but it's outdoors it's socially distant it, it couldn't be any safer but where, where uh, are you guys playing where are you guys going that's so Actually, don't tell all of our listeners because we don't want to get like attacked. <laughs> Dude, yeah, they're gonna mob the the building. Okay, yeah. so uh, AJ, uh, it's the the first quarter of the NBA season is just wrapped up. I wanted to sort of get your, you know, the I think the audience wanted to get your take on you know the season, the, you know, the league as a whole, and you know if you want to give us a little deep dive update on the Wizards as well, I'm sure that'd be appreciated. Well, sure. So I really have watched almost every Wizards game and it's been a little bit hard, to be honest. Like we were just so depressing for a little while, but Sunday we had our big signature win of the year, um, beating the Nets. We were down five with five with eight seconds left. We hit a three, stole it, hit another three. And it was great because it was our two guys, Beal and Westbrook, that hit the threes to win it. So that was our nice signature win. And then we came back and we beat the, we blew one the next night, but then we beat the heat on Wednesday and we're about to beat them again tonight. So we're struggling. I'll put myself at pan. It's level five, but um, you know, hopefully the guys learn to play together. Beal has been amazing. It's so funny because I know that the age old thing is that he sucks and he's just like a stat guy, but honestly watching him this year, like he's like, we would be lost without him. Well, you say the age-old thing. I, I, to be fair, I think that's only me who says that. I think most people say he's really good. I, I think I'm the hater. Yeah, the problem is, and it's so like Russell Westbrook. He's when he shines, he'll come out of nowhere, and it's like, wow, that's like a serious legendary all-star. And then he'll just look so bad, you know. He'll just like drop the ball out of bounds. So hopefully he's rusty and he's just learned to play with the team, and he'll instill some, you know, gusto. But we have a shot at the championship, but it's not a good one. You can't just end the sentence, we have a shot at the championship. Aren't we the worst team in the league right now, record-wise? 
uh, well, we're not going to look at records this early. Hmm. <laughs> There's, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's tough. But Wizards can easily go on a twenty-game winning streak, and then uh, you never know. Well, honestly, getting getting into the details of the Wizards, getting Rui back, uh, Hachimura has started to look way better, and so has our rookie, the guy from Israel, Denny. So Avija. Yeah, I don't watch that many Wizards game, but I do check the stats just for the sake of podcasts, just in case I need to talk about it. And every time I check out that rookie's stat, it's always like one for three or like 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 one three pointer, like two rebounds and like four fouls. Yeah, he's not pulling his weight for how many minutes he gets. Is I guess what I would say. I would yeah. say he's quiet on the floor for a lot of the time. But the you know the problem is between Rui. Bertans and Denny, I feel like they're all like the same position. And we don't, we need that like muscular power forward and we need the center. We, we have Robin Lopez who just loves to like heave up threes. <laughs> so and he's not the best shooter too. He's just like oh, trying, no, pretending to be, yeah, he's terrible. I watched not him on the Bucks last year and he was, he's like, yeah, the forms are bad. And then he just, he, he should be a, inside like a rebound guy. Like, yeah, and Alex Len loves to shoot threes too, and I don't know what that's about. He heaves <laughs> it up all the time. And I don't know why. Like somebody needs to stop him. But anyway, that's about it for the Wizards. We do play the Heat tonight. It's the second in a row in Miami, and we got them last time. So let's get them. Is that what you're going to be watching tonight? Um, if Rachel approves. If not, we'll probably watch a movie and I'll record it for six a.m. tomorrow. Gotcha. Yeah, I um. So. I have a, a frustrating sticking point where so most of the week there's like no TV shows on and then all of the TV shows that I watch all show up on Thursday and so it's kind of frustrating so but the the cool part is Friday you know everything's DVR'd and we just watch it skip through the commercials so Friday's the the big catch up on TV night and also uh, Friday it's kind of like our big takeout night um Early, early quarantine, I got, uh, I'll admit, uh, probably did take out too much. But then sort of mid-quarantine is when we put guardrails in place where it's like, okay, it's got to be a treat, you know? And so now Friday night is the is the takeout night. And then maybe, you know, if I get a little sauced up on the weekend, might uh, slip up and hit that Taco Bell app button. We'll see. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did the same thing where it's like, now I well we try to do pizza is one night per week and then there may be one other carry out but usually not. Usually it's just that pizzazz. How many how many rounds of pizza have you ordered, Age? Um, well we did six in a row or maybe seven for that competition, but honestly the Bertucci's one is so good that it's like we've gotten that a couple times since. Which one is that? Is that like the combo one? Yes, the ultimate Bertucci. Oh, the ultimate. Yeah, that used to be my go-to at Bertucci's. Because yeah. it's each quadrant is a different meat, and it's they're very generous with the amount of meat on each side. And honestly, it's funny because I didn't I didn't want to pick like a chain, but it's so good. I mean, it's like and it's so close to our house. It's just can't go wrong. I mean, all of them are good. Grotto's good. Home slice is good. Who knew we had such a mecca of chains, pizza chains. Yeah, I'm, I might end up getting some pizza for the Super Bowl. So yeah, that'll be yeah, yeah it'll make it feel a little more normal. Um, yeah, that, that'll be that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to the game. And and honestly, the last few, few Super Bowls, 
you know, I've watched it with a bunch of people and I haven't really been able to like sit down and just watch the commercials and just focus on the content of the game. You know, it's kind of, it's always been kind of a blur where it's more of a social thing than a football thing, but now it'll just be about the football. So looking forward to that. Um, so I, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while and it's probably kind of stupid to bring it up now, but gambling was legalized in Maryland as per the last, uh, I don't know, election, like the last time we voted that that was part of it and gambling is officially legal in Maryland. And so what I want to ask you guys is how pumped are you to be chilling with me at the Horseshoe Casino? Vodka tonics all day, a nice little Saturday chilling and then just fucking play uh, placing bets at the sports book and just getting crazy crunk. I'm ready. I'm ready. Q, you gonna become a de- uh, degenerate with me? I'm indifferent. Q is still uh, working on looking for places in Maryland for his move, 2023. Oh yeah, Q, did you do you do stocks and did you get involved in any of the craziness last week? Uh no. And the only reason I don't is because I have to get all the different clearance internally because I work at a bank and we have pretty uh, strict compliance rules and I really don't want anybody to know what I invest in. And uh, every time you make a move, trade anything, apparently certain people uh, within your group or even go way above will have, uh, get, have to get approved, uh, have to prove your, your investments. So I don't want to deal with that. That sounds like a bitch. That sounds yeah. like uh, not fun. Yeah, a little bit of a tricky situation. So I didn't get, get into it. How about, about you guys? You? Uh, well, I, I don't invest. I, I feel like just knowing my luck, it just wouldn't work out well. And so it's probably best to uh, just avoid it. Um, I don't know. A- AJ, do you, uh, are you in stocks? I am. Um, I was not for, or I was in the later years of college and early years of adulthood just to get enough money for the down payment for my first house. But then I went all in, so I had to sell them all. But then uh, not too long ago, we got in them again. So I, but I've been rolling with some um, ETFs. Um, so they trade like stocks, like through Vanguard and such, but they really perform like mutual funds. So I've just been rolling with like S&P 500. It's so safe, you know, I mean, knock on wood, but. <laughs> so you didn't, uh, you didn't take part in any of the craziness last week? No, but like, honestly, I just saw like, uh, so my portfolio, which is just S&P 500, this specific one is is up 12% since November. So like, I'm feeling pretty happy about that. Um, yeah, I don't, but otherwise I don't have tons of investment knowledge for the world. I just, I pick, I just always assume those top companies are going to be square and good. And so I just roll with them. Well, that that's awesome. Do you have any, uh, do you have any tax advice for the listeners? Uh, yeah, let's see. What do the listeners want to hear? Oh, maybe well, what would be things that you guys have been curious about? Because that might help. Like, first of all, listeners, if you have a if you didn't get your stimulus, you can get it on your tax return. Don't panic. Either first or second, whatever you're missing, you'll get it. I have a question for you. Why the hell am I paying you one hundred and thirty five dollars? I was so mad two days ago when the Uber driver walked out. Because right when he told me he was an Uber driver, I knew he was, I knew we were in for a day. But I guess here's my thing. Don't they have some knowledge of the price up front or are they just completely blindsided at the very end? 
they do but the problem with the problem with that specific like if you do uber eats or uber or doordash or lyft or any of those types of jobs they don't realize that they are a small business and that's how the companies pay them they don't have one dollar taken out so they get full profit so they're going to have to pay tax it's expensive because they're a small business that's an immediate extra $100 on top of their return and probably gonna get higher when you're deducting their vehicle or deducting the mileage and going through all that. You're gonna need a lot of records to fill out the return. So it's a lower income job that's get paying, usually having to pay and is, you know what I mean? So it's just a perfect, Uber drivers is a perfect storm for bad tax preparation. Mm -hmm. But I mean, He's still going to have to do his taxes somewhere. So why? Right. So the plan, I think, I think his plan is just, I'm just going to cheat on my taxes and just mess around with TurboTax till I get the reef, you know, and if something's negative, I'll take it out. And, you know, I think he's just about to lie, cheat and steal. The other thing was, oh, actually, I'm not going to say his name on a podcast, but it's the name of one of your like good, trusted, hearty friends, Keenan. And so, <laughs> and he's the only other person I know with that name. So right when they said it, I was like, like I have two experiences with people with this name that starts with F and one was so great. And one was so negative. Frank Avila. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> we need some Frank Avila in the house. So Q uh, what's on your docket for tonight? What are you, what are you watching? I actually don't know. Probably just going to chill, find a movie. I actually don't have it. I don't have anything planned find a movie you're you're typically not a movie guy i'm not but today i just feel like turning on one of the streaming service netflix disney plus find a chill movie and then just relax and go to sleep a chill been a long week keenan what do you think is it what comes to mind quickly as a good chill movie for q uh let me think so not star so, wars well i guess here's my thing why <laughs> q here we go I just, I just don't understand why like it, it literally you have your two best friends in the entire world on their hands and knees pleading begging for you to just set set aside two hours to watch the most iconic cultural touchstone of the past 100 years and you can't be bothered. You have Disney Plus. It's free. What? Even if you don't like it, at least it's a fun conversation piece. Why, Q? What have I done to you? I'm just oh, not interested. You know what I'd recommend? But I did. But hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me finish first. I did promise that one of one of these days I will attempt to watch some Star Wars. There we go. Maybe you tonight. First, you heard it here first. Maybe tonight, but I can't I guarantee I'm going to watch the whole thing. I almost opened up another can of worms, but I'm not going to say anything because Keenan knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> I, I know what you're going to say. I, Don't even say. The only reason that I would say it is just to make Keenan mad, so I'm not going to say it. No, you have to. You can't. You can't like stop in the middle of this conversation. He's going to say, "Watch Mandalorian first, and I'm going to say. <laughs> Don't do that. Watch watch the first Star Wars first. Yeah, the first Star Wars, episode one. Ah, it's not the first Star Wars. <laughs> See, you guys can't even give me good like suggestion advice. How many like, AJ. Most, like, AJ, if you and I were on the same... All right, Q, 
No, I, I've been to Keenan. I'm just giving him a hard time. <laughs> so which one? Watch uh, episode four, A New Hope. It's the first movie that came out. Okay. Thank you. It is probably okay. the... Well, actually, I love the three new ones, honestly. But it See, is, AJ, it's like distracting me. Like I was like, com- I was like ready no, no, to do. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, this is this like of the of the fir- of the ones that didn't come out in the last five or so years, ten years. It's it's probably the, you'll enjoy it the most of any of them. It's good. It's good. Like watch that okay. one first. I've been to Keenan. I'm a lot of what I've always said is not that. I'm not, I never advocate for starting with the episode one or with Mandalorian and all that. What I always am just saying is that I started with episode one and I didn't suck doing that. I enjoyed parts of that because I also had no spoilers like you, Q. But anyway, yeah, well, then I'm not even going to say it. Enjoy, enjoy it. Let us know how it is. Okay, I will, I will commit at least 30 minutes. That's all we ask. Okay. If you commit 30, you're going to watch the whole thing. 30 minutes it's really not a big and and even if you hate it at least it's like an interesting uh like conversation piece and you could tell us why we suck and why we're wrong hold on hold on my my star wars conversation piece to this point in my life is i watched that one one episode it was probably like back in 1999 or 2000 that one whatever episode and it was terrible it was like the worst one the one with natalie portman in it and she faked all of us out i hated that one like that was that scar me for life. Yeah. It, okay. And if you're you only gonna to watch one, the one you're gonna watch is the right one to watch. So if you never watch another one, this is the one to watch. Okay. Love the one you're I with. shall report back. Yeah. So my plans for tonight are TV, go for a nice walk, uh, you know, incubate some uh, some eggs, Indian, have a nice have a nice night, and uh yeah, the, uh, yeah, golf tomorrow. That'll be fun. Do we're okay? Let me ask you guys a question. So, we're quickly approaching the doldrums of the sports calendar with no football. You know, we'll have draft preparation, I guess. But yeah, it's really just going to be baseball, basketball. It's you know, it's it's coming to the to the sad part of the year. AJ, you look like you got something to say. No, I'm good. Keep going. Well, I guess. What I'm asking is, what do we see for the future of the of the Sporty Dudes podcast? And also, let me just say that this marks the uh, the six month anniversary that we've been doing this for half a year. So, let's get, let's give us a hand, guys. <laughs> yeah, dude. They said we couldn't do it. We did it. I'm I'm proud of us, no matter what. Even if we stop today, which I'm not saying we will, I, I I'm happy with what we've accomplished. Yeah. I mean, even if sports died down a little bit, I'll probably just like talk more about like my peeping Tom shit. <laughs> that well, I do. That... There, there's always the Wizards to talk about. And then there's yeah. baseball coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was and, laughing at, Keenan. Yeah. And, and let me, let me, I think if I'm going to watch Star Wars, I think Keenan needs to get into Orioles baseball. You know what? I'll do that. I'll make that trade for you. All right, that's, that's my goal for 2021 is to try to convey to Keenan why baseball's not boring. And I'm going to do it in a slow, steady way, in a boring way. <laughs> uh, but that's my goal is to try to, we'll watch some baseball together. I'll try to like, you know, 
that's the sport that I really feel like I know like the nuances of so much better than the others and can like, you know, once you learn some situational things, I think it will help a lot. All right, here, I'll, I'll jump back to that in a second. But uh, one question that just popped into my head was, AJ, you look like the kind of guy that has a go-to pizza order. Like, it seems like you don't have to think about it much. So what's your go-to pizza order? Or am I reading you wrong? Do, do you switch it up every time? The real switch is that this is the real switch in so many, I guess everyone in the world's going to get mad at me about this, but on the pineapple issue, I totally go both ways. I love it and I'm fine without it. So I would say that that's the first question is, are you doing pineapple or are you doing meats or like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> so I, I would say I don't have a go-to order. Okay. I do love a pineapple onion the sweet with the onion on a pizza dude i'm a big fan of pineapple bacon and uh on the veggie side i like to go mushroom onion but yeah it's it's hard to go wrong you know what i don't like a lot though tell me if you agree with this is meat lovers i think it's too too much meat it can be too much i like one or two strategic meats okay uh Back to the sports and, and the nuance. So I feel like, and it's not even because I played, I rode the bench in high school, but I feel like I know the most about football just from like Madden and just watching it more than anything else. And yeah, I mean, a bit from actually playing. And so, you know, I got to learn some weird terminology. I don't know. Uh, Q, is there a sport where you feel like you're the most dialed in in terms of like the, the minute to minute, second to second? And also, did you play baseball? I can't, I don't remember. I'm Chinese. Chinese people don't play baseball. Yes, they do. Or no, wait, sorry. My bad. I'm Japanese. I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, my bad. I was thinking Korea, Chinese are, are big into basketball. Very big. And, ba- basketball and soccer. And then Japanese is big into uh, baseball. I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what, uh, like, if you had to coach a professional team like tonight, what sport are you picking? Like, what do you, what would you thrive the most in? I, I would I pick baseball <laughs> because literally you don't have to do any work. You just fucking let them play and just whatever, whatever happens, happens. Keenan's idea of baseball is so funny to me. Suicide squeeze. <laughs> hey, uh, we're less than a minute, so it's going to end any second now. Um, it's been great chatting with you guys. I'll text you. AK and Q coming at you. Sporty News episode 13. And we're out. Peace. Peace.